And we're back with another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand exactly what they're talking about in the news today. I'm Jack, and with me, as always, is Jennifer the Fabulous. Um, and today you will be helping me a lot with the news because, as you know, I have not been following this super closely. I probably oh, well, should be. it's not a very be. big article. It's kind of important, yeah. Um, I should probably be following it more closely, so... If you just see a lot of nodding on my part, then yeah, that's where we're at. So but before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe down below. Comment. Let us know if you hate us or if you love us. Uh, make sure you ring the bell so that you can get notifications every time we post a new video. And follow all of our social media accounts, which are linked down below. But let's get into this story. So this is from Business Insider. Now to preface, this has to do with the whole Afghanistan situation, which I'm sure... Anyone listening to this, well, actually, I shouldn't say that because you haven't been paying attention to the I, news. I haven't been paying attention. It, I've got so much to pay attention to. I keep talking about, like, the the burnout that we're experiencing from so much, like, stuff that you have to pay attention to and, and care oh, about. You and, always have to pay attention. Yeah. The world so keeps on turning. It's, it's very overwhelming. So this is just not one that's been on my radar. Right. So recently... The uh, we we pulled forces out of Afghanistan. I did actually know that one. We talked a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Maybe not on an actual video, but just us. Right. The original plan was to pull out in May, and then it was pushed back until now. Mm -hmm. And they did not believe that the Taliban would would take over, or at least take over in as quickly as they did, which was about I was gonna say, two or three days. Judging by the articles that we're looking at, I'm going to say that was incorrect. Right. So. And a lot of people are upset because they're not upset. Some people have always said they, they want to pull out of Afghanistan. They use the term endless war because we've been there for 20 years and it never seems to end. Um, and then other people are upset with over how the pullout occurred because mm -hmm. you have a lot of photos coming out of, of chaos like what we're going to talk mm -hmm. about and you have a lot of photos of the taliban coming in and, and and they're you know picking up large weapon caches or they're getting the humvees or they're getting apache helicopters that were just left, left behind Did which we not see they, that coming um, well they from what we've heard from the administration is that they did not believe that any of this would happen which there's a great tape uh, of, of Biden saying that from a month ago, um, which is why you should never film yourself saying anything. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> let's move into it um, on that this, note. This is one of the more crazy uh, stories. So mm -hmm. video shows people latching onto a moving U.S. Air Force plane at Kabul's airport as they desperately try to flee Afghanistan. So in this video... Hordes of people swamp this U.S. Air Force plane. And as it's taking off, they're latching onto the side of it as if it's like a moving train or boat or something you, you could easily latch onto. Yeah. And there is a follow-up video of people falling from this plane. And I think it's only one person, I think. So it's not like you've got hundreds of people yeah. falling to the earth. But still, it's, it's crazy. insane. And there's even videos of, of just thousands of people, you know, climbing onto those, what are they, the, the gateway ramps to get onto yeah. the planes and swarming the, the, the <sighs> airport to get out of here. Because anyone that's associated with, with you know, um, the U.S. and the, 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 
the now previous administration, mm-hmm. it's not going to fare too well for them. Yeah. Uh, but the video, which was widely shared on Twitter on Monday morning, appeared to show dozens of Afghan civilians running alongside the plane and trying to grab hold of it as it made its way down the runway. It's not clear when the video was recorded. And there's the video here. I don't know if we can play it. I can try to play it. Let's see if this works. Um, I'm not sure if we'll... Ah, Yahoo. Yahoo likes to go to back to its homepage in the middle of me looking at an article, so... But it goes on to say that thousands of Afghans showed up to the airport trying to get on flights out of the country, but their hopes were dashed on Monday as Afghanistan's civil aviation authorities announced that all commercial flights out of Kabul have been canceled. Do you want me to try to play the video? Yeah, yeah. Let's see if we can do that. Oh, do you actually have to get the mic next to the screen? Well, I don't think we need the sound. So that's wild. Yeah. I mean, some of them look like they're cheering, though. There's one guy that runs in front of the camera and waves his arm. He doesn't look too scared. <laughs> and I did kind of hear like a woo at, at the end, but I'm not even going to try to interpret. But it's just a mess. And one of the biggest problems that comes out of this is what life would be like for a lot of these people. <laughs> when the Taliban takes control, which I think a lot of people forget because we see all the time the the social activists coming out and they're, they're standing with, you know, they have their, you know, LGBTQ stands with Palestine. Well, those two things don't go together or, or, or how the, what the feminist movement is, is, is pro Palestine and things Mm -hmm. like that. They just don't go together. And it's almost as if people either don't remember or, or just never knew or, or paid attention to what was happening, what, for the last six years yeah. under when we had the problem with ISIS, right? You know, they're taking sex slaves and they were selling them in markets and, you know, mm-hmm. killing all the men. And it was just a, just a mess. And that's something that's likely going to occur again. And so we have this article from, what, The Conversation. And it was written, what was that, two days ago. And it talks about the world must not look away as the Taliban sexually enslaves women and girls. So it goes on to say that since the withdrawal of American and NATO forces from Afghanistan in July, the Taliban have swiftly taken control of large parts of the country. The president has fled and the government has fallen. Emboldened by their success, which raises another question. Mm -hmm. um, How did it fall that quickly? I mean, they say that there were like 300,000 Afghan troops, and I think it was something like 70,000 Taliban troops. Mm-hmm. How did it fall that that quickly? And the question is even, did they even want to put up a fight, or did they even care? Yeah. So, Emboldened by their success, lack of resistance by Afghan forces, and minimal international pressure, the Taliban have intensified their violence. For Afghan women, their increasing power is terrifying. In early July, after Taliban leaders who took control of the province of Barakashan 
and Takar issued an order to local religious leaders to provide them with lists of girls over the age of 15 and widows under the age of 45 for marriage with Taliban fighters. It's not yet known whether they've complied. In these forced marriages take if these forced marriages take place, women and girls will be taken to Waziristan in Pakistan to be re-educated and converted to authentic Islam. This order has caused profound fear among women and their families living in the area and forced them to flee and join the ranks of internally displaced persons, adding to the humanitarian disaster unfolding in Afghanistan. In the past three months alone, 900,000 people have been displaced. This, this Taliban directive serves as a stark warning of what lies ahead and a harsh reminder of their brutal 1996-2001 to 2001 regime, during which women were subjected to persistent human rights violations, denied employment and education, forced to wear the burqa and forbidden from leaving their home without a male guardian, or otherwise known as a maharam. Despite claiming they've changed their stance on women's rights, the Taliban's actions and latest efforts to commit thousands of women to sexual slavery demonstrate quite the opposite. Furthermore, the Taliban has signaled their intention to deny girls' education past the age of 12, to ban women from employment, and to reinstate the law requiring women to be accompanied by a guardian. So, so wonderful stuff. Literally nothing being different. Yeah. Maybe they increase the age from 10 to 12. Yay. But yeah, it's um, pretty nasty stuff. <sighs> the gains made by the Afghan women over the past 20 years, and they are gains because we even have an article, um, what the first, it talks about the first female mayor of Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Didn't gain, even know they had mayors, so. Yeah. The gains made by Afghan women over the past 20 years, particularly in education, employment, and political participation, are under grave threat. Offering wives is a strategy aimed at luring militants to join the Taliban, which is something they did under ISIS, too, which mm -hmm. is not the Taliban, but they did the same thing. Yeah. If you joined ISIS, you would get to choose your bride. This is sexual enslavement, not marriage, and forcing women into sexual slavery under the guise of marriage is both a war crime and a crime against humanity. Article 27 of the Geneva Convention states, women must especially oh, be, be especially protected against any attack on their honor, in particular against rape, enforced prostitution, or any other form of indecent assault. In 2008, the United Nations Security Council adopted Resolution 1820, declaring the, that rape and other forms of sexual violence can constitute war crimes, crimes against, and crimes against humanity. It recognizes sexual violence as a tactic of war intent on humiliating, dominating, and instilling fear in civilian members of the community. And then goes on to address how to fight back. So it's pretty, pretty awful stuff. Awful stuff. And again, I mean, we've made so much progress over the last 20 years. Was that directly because, like, our military and, and things like that were there? And 
I mean, I don't know the answer to that, but... I mean, my imagination is yes, because in order, I don't know, maybe to get certain military aid or, or aid in general, you have yeah. to, you know, allow for decent rights or, or, or some amount of rights for, for a group of people. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we're, we wouldn't be wanting to work with you. Like, I've always had hope because what you saw in, like, Saudi Arabia, the prince is a little bit more progressive. I mean, it's not progressive in our sense of the word. Yeah. But compared to as, you know, conservative as it is over there in terms of religion, He's you know, two years ago they allowed women to drive, which was, like, a big step. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like nothing here, but it at least showed some hope that things were changing over there. Yeah. But no. But this just sends everything backwards sliding backwards which which i don't like because i don't like the politics of it because mm -hmm. people are of course coming out on tribal lines and, and saying oh you know joe biden is, is is very strong and we had to do this because someone had to take a stand mm -hmm. and, and, and get us out of there which is true i mean you can't stay somewhere indefinitely indefinitely but you should still have in place the procedures to not allow a complete collapse of a country and, and i mean the looting of the the cars and the guns i mean right like, get that out of there first yeah you can even just have a small security force in the country to i don't know instill confidence in the afghan forces yeah i mean i was reading an article that we have something like 800 military bases or something all over the world in 70 different countries so what is one more? Yeah. Even if you just keep a small occupying force to do, I don't know, training or, or to instill confidence or yeah. to prevent. That could potentially right. be helpful. So, I mean, because in our opinion. this isn't acceptable to allow something like this to occur. Yeah. Especially if you're on the left and you're, you're, you're championing and you're championing like feminism and all that stuff but at the same time you're like oh well you know we had to do this so just because thousands of women are now at risk for being forced into sex slavery you know good on joe biden for allowing this to happen yeah so. and i mean i'm obviously like a big proponent of like you're able to care about more than one thing at a time right. like you're able to to focus on even though i do i do talk about a lot about like the overwhelming amount of stuff that we have to like worry about and care about mm -hmm. um but you're able to care about two things at a time so like we can be fighting for better rights here in america mm -hmm. for you know for women and and things that we still are you know needing to be progressive on but we can also and should really be focusing on this and isn't it about like don't we hear the word allies all the time mm -hmm. like we hear like you have to be an ally we have to create allies well, here's an entire country where you could have created a bunch for, of allies. Yeah. But I also hate the argument where people say, well, America has its own problems and we need to need to focus on it. Like you said, we can do more than one thing at once. But the Taliban is an American problem, which is why we were there in, in the, the first place. place. Yeah. ISIS was an American problem. We spent five or six years worrying on christmas eve every year which 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 uh church would get blown up because yeah. they would always put out a release oh it's christmas eve we're, we're gonna right. blow somebody up mm -hmm. and we had to worry about that every year we had to worry about trucks being run into, yeah. into crowds so it is an american issue when you have 
terrorists gaining power. Well, and on that, I mean, just like in in terms of all of the like, you have the feminists do it. You have like you have every like group that does this. Mm-hmm. They they tend to do that only to their narr- like to their points. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if we want something to happen over here in our country. Well, we can't focus on that uh, on other countries right now because, like, we have problems over here. Versus, if they, you know, if somebody's Mm -hmm. touting something like more aid over in foreign countries, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, America doesn't have it as bad as like these other countries, and we should really focus on them. Like, I don't know. And then it kind of just seems like no one ever actually does anything for anybody, right? So it's like we just use everybody as a scapegoat. Like, if Mm -hmm. we. Yeah, it's all about power. If you are, you have to uphold your narrative in order to maintain power. Yeah, which is why, you know, ardent supporters of of President Biden would never say that this is that anything bad has come of this. Like, there's some bad things. Is it good that we left? Maybe. Maybe. Is it a good thing that we're, you know, we're not spending money in Afghanistan and and our forces are no longer at risk uh, of dying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good things. But at the same time, you also have bad things. Atrocities. You, yeah, atrocities. I'm sorry. This, these are right. atrocities. So you can't just turn a blind eye and say there's nothing bad coming out yeah. of that. That's, that is a power grab because... You're not allowing anything bad to come to the person who allows I, you to have power. And I feel like that's something we've just, we've started doing. I don't know. Maybe we did it, did mm-hmm. it with other presidents. But, like, in the past three or four administrations, mm-hmm. like, if you like the president, you can never say, oh, that decision was bad. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't like the president, you can never say, oh, that decision was good. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to either love them or hate them and stick with that. I think like, it's reality TV. Maybe. Like all of the contest shows. Like I think it started with American Idol. And then we got so and divided. Them with, them off the, right. Which them one, off the island. Which one do we like? Which one do we not like? And then it divides us into two different and groups. We or rally whatever. behind that person. Right. So. And we now we do the same thing with politics because it's on TV all the time. And then our politicians are catering to that because yes. they've learned to adapt. They're all reality TV stars. The <laughs> Yeah, we say that started with Trump, but did it really? No, it did not. And I think the best politicians are the ones you never hear from. Yeah, like there was somebody in one of the other videos that we did. I had never heard of him, but he's out there doing some good things. Right, like there's... he's implementing he's he's proposing some awesome policies and I'm just like go go you. There are how many? There, there, there's over 500 representatives. And we literally hear about what five? Maybe 12. Maybe 12. That's it. And I'll then, give them 12. I mean, there's 100 senators. You hear maybe 10. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more because they're more. I don't know. More important. I feel like I they're more prominent in yeah. in the media, but yeah. But still, it's not it's not helpful, especially when you have bad things like this going on. Mm-hmm. Like this should have been. It should not have been allowed to happen. Like, if you thought that, I mean, the Taliban wouldn't come in, I don't know. If you start, saw them start to come in and you would have said, oh, like, look, we should probably turn around yeah. or we should leave a few forces or we should do something to at least do something to prevent the total collapse of the of world a as they have known it for 
a while. Right, because this also helps, you know, our foreign adversaries, right? I heard reports that, you know, China and Pakistan and Russia would now be vying to help Afghanistan because it's in a strategic location. <laughs> and that could implement impact India because India is right next door to Pakistan and Pakistan is right next door to Afghanistan. So, yeah, I mean, it could just, it just causes all, all sorts of problems. Yeah. But that brings us to our next story about the mayor, because we did mention her earlier on. And this is Afghanistan's first female mayor. And they quoted her saying that she is waiting for the Taliban to come and kill people like her. Which probably will happen. I mean, these people obviously believe that women are beneath them. And they've been known to, and not just the Taliban, but, you know, any ardent religious individual from that area to stone women to death for any number of reasons. Yeah. Someone like this who has come to power and is prominent probably is going to get the same treatment. Yeah. Or worse. But her name is Zaritha Ghaffari, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds good. When Zarifa Ghaffari spoke to I, which is, what is I? It's inews.co.uk uh, is where we're getting this article from. Uh, when she spoke to iNews from her Kabul apartment just three weeks ago, she was hopeful that she and her country had a future. On Sunday, when the Taliban prepare, uh, with the Taliban preparing to assume control in the capital, after its sickeningly quick advances across Afghanistan, she was waiting for the Islamic militants to come and kill her. She said that she's waiting here, waiting for them to come. There is no one to help me or my family. I'm just sitting with them and my husband, and they will come for people like me and kill me. I can't leave my family in any way. Where would I go? I think it's something like, I mean, I don't have a number, but thousands, like tens of thousands of people are, are, are stranded. There's no more flights. No one's getting out. So she's right. She has nowhere to go. Yeah. Where are they going when they are able to get to, like, get on flights? I don't know that. I've heard that maybe the U.S. is going to take in, like, 30,000 refugees. Sure. Which, again, if you're... Like, go back or take in 30,000 yeah, refugees. I mean, we're doing something and spending the money. Right. Either way. Right. Because we can't just, I we just, can't just say no. I mean, as bad as it is, I do disagree with taking in refugees, simply because I do not believe that it helps the country when you bring people in that do not want to be here in the first place. Yeah, But they're forced to before. be here. Because I don't think they, you look at Sweden, they don't turn out to be successful because they don't integrate into the country. Because they don't want to be there, mm -hmm. and they don't like that culture, and who can blame them? I mean, if you force me to go to a foreign country, I would hate it too. Yeah, 100%. Which is why I think we should be in there helping them out. Uh, Miss Gafari, who is 27. Wow. Which, if you're the first female mayor, I would have expected her to be like 40 or... She's my age. Right, someone who would, I don't know... She, distinguished in her community at least for many many years but i guess also maybe she would have to be young to like have those those aspirations oh, maybe that's true like if they were denying people education and things like that yeah maybe she's just one of those who was lucky enough to be born at a time when she had 
receive yeah, that education. Because, yeah. I mean, she would have been, what, my age when we... 20 years ago, she 20 was 20 years seven. ago, she was seven. She was my age when we were... In when, first grade. Yeah, when, when you know, 9-11 and everything happened. So. And that's not to say that she was getting education at that age, but at least for maybe 10 years of her life. Mm-hmm. But. And then things have, you know, been getting progressively better right. over the last 20 years. So, makes uh, sense. But Ms. Gafari, 27, rose to prominence in 2018 by becoming the youngest and first female mayor in Afghanistan in Maidan Wardak, in the Maidan Wardak province. The Taliban has quickly vowed to kill the articulate, politically influential female critic. Oh, so they all have already decided to do oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful stuff. Her father, General Abdul Wasi Ghaffari, was gunned down on November 15th last year, just 20 days after the third attempt on her life failed. So they're, okay, so they've tried before. They're actively attempting. Yeah, I mean, if they should be, I don't know, they should be, if they're going to go for anyone, they should get her out of there. Because yeah. they know that, anyway. With the Taliban resurgent and her public profile rising, Ms. Ghaffari was given a job in the relative safety of the Defense Ministry in Kabul, with responsibility for the welfare of soldiers and civilians injured in terror attacks. Three weeks ago, Ms. Ghaffari said, Younger people are aware of what's happening. They have social media. They communicate. I think they will continue fighting for progress and our rights. I think there is a future for this country. As the capital falls, senior members of the government have managed to flee the sinking ship. But Ms. Gaffari and her people, like her, have nowhere to hide. We were thinking that Kabul wouldn't collapse to the Taliban. Uh, Farzana Kuchai, an Afghanistan military police, told iNews. She said that tens of thousands of families fled to Kabul for safety were now living in the streets and parks. If power is transferred from the government to the insurgents, those families will have to return to their home and live under Taliban rule. When was this written? This was yesterday. Oh. So they're, yeah, they're, they're in Kabul. They're in the capital, so. Um, on Sunday, the Taliban's chief spokesman promised Zabahullah Mashuhidid that the lives of the women and opponents would be protected. The insurgents said they'd offer an amnesty to those who worked with the Afghan government or foreign forces. No one's life, property, and dignity will be harmed, and the lives of the citizens of Kabul will not be at risk, the Taliban said. However, there is already evidence of revenge killings and other brutal tactics in areas of the country seized by the group, which is now looking to confirm its hold on Kabul. A new Taliban-led Afghan government is expected to take power in the matter of days or even within hours. Um, The Taliban insisted they were seeking a peaceful transfer of power, and promised an amnesty for those who worked with the foreign countries and the Afghan government. But it's likely not going to happen. So, pretty terrible stuff. Yeah. And again, you can't defend this. No. I mean, people are trying to chalk it up to, of course, Trump. Which is funny. I mean. The guy's gone. Again, though, I mean, that happens with every administration. Right. They try to blame the last administration for things. It's like you should focus on what's happening now. Right now. Yeah. What are we doing right now? Doesn't seem like much. Hopefully they're just not 
talking about it yet. I think um, Biden had a press conference at three, three or four today. Yeah. Okay. I didn't watch it, but yeah, maybe we I... can pull that up later. But we have this last article, and so kind of the same situation as the as uh, Miss Gafari, but this one is the British student who is stuck in Kabul. So not only are we leaving behind the our allies, quote unquote, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess there are allies, the Afghan government. I mean, I, I don't to an extent. I mean, I don't know if that was official or they're yeah. neutral or, or, or how strong that allyship like, was. But, yeah, what constitutes um, being an ally? So we left them behind, and we left all the weapons behind, and we left all the women behind, um, and we left people that were on vacation behind. So this is a British student who was on holiday in Kabul, first mistake. I was going to say, like, that's that's not really on my summer backpacking no. list No. for 2022. So I'm sure the people are great. I'm sure, but... Doesn't seem safe. No. But okay. Especially in this time period. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean. Again, it's a terrible still situation. Still don't want him left. Right. So. But he's 21, and he admits that he is ready to die. Um, so, again, uh, great stuff going on. So this is from Yahoo News. And a British student who claims to be stuck in Afghanistan on a danger holiday says he has accepted he may die. I'm sorry. Like, is that, when they say danger holiday. Is, did he term it that? Like, were, was that the goal? Because, to go on a dangerous holiday? Because if that was your goal, then I'm not, I'm going to rescind my feeling sorry for you a little bit. Um, I mean, I still feel bad. Um, it's pretty dumb. But but let's read before we draw okay. conclusions here. But again, they shouldn't leave this guy behind. Mm, no. Uh, Miles uh, Rootledge, 21, from Birmingham, says he is in a United Nations safe house in the capital, Kabul. The city was the last to fall as the Taliban regained control of the country, forcing thousands of people to gather at Kabul's international airport in an attempt to flee. Rootledge told the Times he booked a holiday to Afghanistan after watching tourism videos on YouTube. Really? That's a thing? I can't imagine there's good tourism videos on. Yeah. When he was unable to secure a refund for his flights after the Taliban insurgency took hold, he decided to travel there anyway. Okay, well. Bro. Yeah, really. He has documented his trip online using streaming platform Twitch and the message board 4chan. In his Twitch video, Rutledge, a physics student at Lubaro University, said, I generally thought I was going to die. I should be safe. But if I die, I die. But if not, it's all good. He claimed he had been unable to contact the British embassy in Kabul, saying they hadn't taken any of his calls or responded to his emails. A foreign office spokesperson said, We are aware of this case and are attempting to reach the individual to offer assistance. 
We are working hard to contact all the British nationals. We are aware of who remains in Afghanistan to help them leave the country. Rutledge said he had been questioned by the Taliban about where he was from. He told them he was from Wales, adding they did not know where Wales was, so they let him go. He also said he had walked past a convoy of armed Taliban fighters and posed for a selfie on one of their gun emplacements. Sir. I'm starting to feel less and less bad about this. I stopped feeling bad for him a while ago. Yeah. This is Sorry. just bad behavior. Um, the Times said he wrote a message wrote in a message to friends on social media i've been i've bitten off more than i can chew and something has not gone to plan resulting in this situation no no i'm sorry i would argue that it went exactly to your plan if yeah i, I mean if you're taking selfie photos on a gun emplacement and you're not worried about getting close to what's going on it seems like you're not really worried about it and i mean it even said like Evidence of the Taliban insurgency was already mm -hmm. coming out, and, and he went, went anyway. anyway. No. Maybe it's one of those things, don't people do, what, what, what is it? It's like an adrenaline rush. Okay. Still not and a good idea. And if I fall off a mountain, then that's still my, still because I decided to be a thrill seeker and climb a mountain. Uh, there was no convincing me otherwise, and I knew the risks. Okay, great. It was a gamble I took that went wrong, despite my confidence and jokes. In an online video, he said, I was fully prepared for death. I accepted it. This trip has been a test of God. I'm very religious, so I believe I'll be looked after. Um, and he just goes on and on and on. Uh, That's okay. We, we don't have to hear from him anymore, in my opinion. Um, well, I completely disagree with all that. You should have thought better before going, and but you do not deserve to die. No, you still don't deserve to die. But you're very, very stupid, in my opinion. Um, I, why did the... Okay, my question is, why did the airlines allow flights to go in? Yeah. Stopped offering refunds. So they stopped offering refunds, but they still flew there. Yeah. I why would they fly there? I if they knew that that was going to happen or they 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 had a belief that it would happen. Money. Money, money, money. Yeah. So Dear well, Jesus. I'm more worried about the women. Yeah. Well, I guess I I don't know. I'm more no, worried about I'm the more worried about No, the no, women no. What I mean is I'm worried about the women and the men because the men will be killed and the women will be sold into sex slavery, so both get a pretty terrible treatment. Yeah, 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 pretty much. I mean, that's the same with ISIS. They killed all the men and then they took the women and sold them into sex slavery. Which is why you got all those pictures with the the fighters, um the Yazidi women. They, but it was all female fight uh, uh forces because all the men were dead. Makes sense. So that was a heavy topic. Did I didn't ex I didn't even hear about this until today or, or or well like 2 days ago. Like last week I was just yeah minding my own business posting I've on Instagram. I've been hearing and... things and like ignoring it because again mm -hmm. there's an overload of it just happened very quickly and I think it's a surprise to just about Everybody. everybody yeah um 
But even so, it's not going the way that it should go. Something has to be done. I don't think anything will be done. I remember, and I could be wrong because I was just a kid at the time, Mm -hmm. but the Obama administration and the rise of ISIS, they didn't do anything for like a year and a half. Yeah. Even with everything that was going on. So I, I'm not optimistic that anything will happen for yeah. at least a few years. Well, maybe we will check out that press conference later on, see what the Biden administration is saying. I read a, I read a headline. It sounds like he's just standing behind that the, the pullout went the way they wanted it to. Mm. Okay. Um, Did it. It's okay to admit you're wrong. It is okay to admit you're wrong. It's 100%. You should. Especially when you're wrong. Especially when you're wrong. Like, when something, you know, oh, we didn't think this would happen. Oh, crap, it's happening. Here's what we're going to do about it. Or even, you know, we messed up. It's going to take us a while to implement a plan to to fix it, but Mm -hmm. we're going to. I mean, say something besides, no, this is good. This won't, this won't. Or get up there and just say, well, we're sending our F-15s and they're going to rain hellfire down on the Taliban forces and the Afghan forces are going to retake the, I don't know, something. That sounds a little. What else are you going to do? I mean, that's war. That's that's war. It's what you got to do sometimes. Well, that's what we've been doing for 20 years. I, yeah. Anyway, let us know in the comments section down below. If you are someone who says... Um, America has its own problems to face. We would like to hear an argument against us assisting, assisting yeah. the human rights of other people in other parts of the world because we believe that's I believe that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't know them. Oh, oh, plus plus our argument of um, oh, what is it? Um, um, the problems in Afghanistan are essentially. Our problems. Our problems yeah. in the long term, especially have the, if you have the rise of a, a terror state, which essentially has now control, uh, has complete control of a an entire country. Yeah. Which with ISIS, they only had pockets here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Or if, if you agree with us, hit the like button. Let us know. Comment, of course, as always. Um, and ring the bell if you want to get notifications every time we post. But so. otherwise, we'll see you in the next one. Yeah.